It is still the evening of the 15th of September 2019. Good evening and welcome to PBE Dailies. The early mornings and late that podcast. My name is Point Blank Ivumbi. Now, I used to at some point do weekend episodes and the weekend episodes used to be my attempt at going at least 30 minutes plus because there's one of my favorite people on, on earth as far as the podcasting world and the comedy world bill burr is a guy who literally does this guy does 30 minutes on a thursday and does an hour on a monday and it's a one-man team and he's actually one of the reasons why my initial idea for podcasting was to potentially just do me solo sitting down talking and just spend it on my musings and my curiosities because since my mind always takes different journeys and it jumps into different particular spaces that it wants to create i figured maybe from if he's able to sustain himself and just engage himself with the thoughts that he has in his mind and he has the coherence to actually just share that material with me and the thing i love about what he does with his podcast is by the time his podcast is over you watch his comedy special thereafter and tv interviews that he does thereafter and you could literally see like the piece by piece and remember when you watch or listen to the episode you saw this particular train of thought come to life and it's it's almost as if you're getting a, a backstage pass to watching a man's mind actually just mold itself into particular frames of thought and frames of thinking and i don't take that for granted in any way shape or form and i'm grateful for that particular fact and as a result i figured you know what maybe i should actually just put that out and since tonight i'm I'm, I'm, I've been swirling these ideas in my head forever. I think since tonight is just the perfect night and I happen to have just the perfect setting and I'm, I've spent the whole weekend relaxing as the last uh, podcast will attest. I think it was just good enough for me to go through my footnotes in the, in the notes that I've had in my phone whenever I get the chance. And yes, new phone because the other one died and I still mourn that phone because we had so many great experiences together. I still have the actual handsets here. here. So maybe you know a way we could actually revive a Nokia phone that has was flooded by water and lasted long enough to pay a, uh, an M-Pesa bill and now it needs to find a way to put itself back to life but I'm, I'm kind of glad with the, with the device I got after because I think this one will give me the chance to do another thing I'm really passionate about which is vlogging but that's water that will be crossed when the time is right we're still constructing that bridge I'm like Caesar trying to take over Gaul I'm trying to figure that thing out altogether and the thing I wanted to touch on was uh, something that I heard from revisiting another podcast I truly enjoyed my, my, most of my consumption of, of material and be it academia or be it entertainment is born from podcasts or video blogs and stuff like that and i would like to contribute to these particular two forms of media at some point because i am yet to do the whole vlogging thing because i'd like if i was to ever do a vlog i probably think i'll just do interviews that's not like even a, like, a, like a spoiler it's just the people who i find very very interesting and i would love to get to interview them one day and i even have the perfect set idea in my head and i know it costs a lot of money so i think the, I'll do what I normally like to do which is put your money where your mouth is when the time is right and when you have the exact number of coins that you require and I think whatever I'm working on currently would probably give me the perfect uh, opportunity to actually do those particular interviews in the exact way that I hope to so there are individuals I consider my heroes and my role models and I intend to sit down with both or both genders of them and just have a proper conversation and not truly try anything but to at least have, have them sit with the person who makes them feel relaxed enough to be like yo you achieved all those things and I'm, cl- I'm proud of the fact that you actually did achieve all those things and so since we're here together let's make the best of this particular experience and let's put the world on the map as far as you're concerned but now the podcast I was actually since I've, I've jumped into like three different rabbit holes already the podcast I was listening to was I was re- re-listening to uh, revisionist history 
uh, by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And it's basically a podcast that actually touches on certain uh, articles that he probably wrote or articles of news that he actually witnessed and he found it needed to just take another glimpse at those particular pieces of articles and those particular pieces of information and revisit on what they were. And what struck me was a particular episode because I was jumping from place to place. There's some episodes I could not I could not listen to again just yet because they, they they hit me so hard the first time I listened to them. And this there's others which they feel light enough because they're more intellectually driven. So it's more towards the mind and the information I got from them is more cerebrally, if that's even a word, challenging to me. And it was touching on the fears and fright modes that actually experienced the United States experienced. There was a food crisis at some point. There was a uh, a poisoning fear crisis that was happening at a certain time. And then there was also the crisis when it came to the HIV/AIDS and how people didn't know what HIV and AIDS was. And then it started taking hit. And so I think it was in the 80s when it actually happened. And everything was considered a threat, and everyone was just in a full panic mode. And then as a result of that full panic mode, it ended up with having people losing their credibility in the medical profession because they would use uh, certain shorthand and because they did not spell check or did not really type the, the the words properly it ended up costing them their jobs and costing them their careers I mean there was one individual whose story was mentioned inside that particular episode I was listening to in the office and it was a man who because he didn't abbreviate something properly the language barrier problem ended up costing him his entire career and having him be less than what he was supposed to be in the field that he actually existed in. Now, remember, at that time, the environment itself is covered in fear. Everybody is afraid of every single thing they're hearing as far as the food crisis or, or the food epidemic of fears of, of poisonings in food and now the AIDS epidemic. And, and, and at that time, it's considered an epidemic. And at least now, I, I can privilegedly say we live in a world where there's a way you could live with the disease and still have a life and be able to have a family and be able to live a full life that probably God intended for you all the way to your de- to your death that is planned for in age and not stopped or halted because a disease that is actually very crippling to the human system. And that was a really cool thing. Heck, we even live in a world where you are able to get to test yourself personally in your own house because the kit is available as an over-the-counter piece of uh, medical information for you to actually be in and I think that's a big deal. Now let's go back to the particular period that was being addressed in this in this uh, episode of uh, Revisionist History and in that episode this gentleman the language barrier problem they had was the fact that this man was from India and he was educated in the British system and the British system of English and the, and the American system of English are two very different things. I experience this in word every time since I normally go for the British English in the kind of writing that I'm actually trying to put together because my, my education system is born from the British system. When it comes to now having to type something down that's actually supposed to be read by a person in America, it becomes a problem altogether. Even the way the the metric system has been mocked and, and been made fun of in education and in in, in, in comedy, it's, it's always something that hovers in the world. Now, imagine, if you will, this particular situation and this person's abbreviation ended up costing him getting into like situations where the, the, the situation has to be looked at by the Congress of the United States and uh, congressional committees whose agenda is actually just trying to make themselves become blown up out of proportion and being looked at as these figures of greatness because of that. And now that's just the 80s. Let me take you further back because I've been on a lot of documentaries. Another person who actually informed me was, I'd say, another individual who also does a podcast and it's Karina Longworth's uh, podcast which is called you must remember this and it covers the first 100 years of the united United states uh, hollywood industry and it's covering this particular period there's some stories that were in that particular story in in that particular episodes in regards to 
information on the blacklisting of people in Hollywood because of the fear of communism and the fear of the Cold War and everything that would come with it because everybody wanted an enemy and the enemy at that time was was Russia and Russia who used to be an ally of the United States and all that. Now, there are politicians who actually got to have political careers because they piggybacked off of that particular agenda in order to be able to make you see fear and feel that they are the only individuals who could actually stop the Cold War and put people back into perspective and have these countries come back into perspective. And take that and add it to the birther movement during the time of the United States elections, leading up to the United States elections of 2016, I think it was. And in those elections, a person who actually decided to just piggyback off of, sorry about that, a person who piggybacked off of the whole idea of questioning the birthplace of a sitting president of the United States ended up becoming a figure of people looking at and being like, yo, this guy is potentially the leader who's supposed to get us to the promised land of politics. And then on top of that, he used the fear-mongering of using the enemy who is whoever is coming out through in through the borders and all that. And he this guy ended up becoming a president of the United States. And that I'm looking at America right now, and I, I feel it's unfair to them, but when we try to understand politics in in the worlds we live in we watch the united states because they are the main source of that kind of information for us because they've had 300 plus years of experience and because of that we see what mistakes are being made and we hope that we cannot make the same mistakes and we take the positives that they have and we actually also actually hope we could use those positives to our advantage so when i look at the fear mongering that happened in that particular episode of uh, revisionist history it made me think about the kind of fear-mongering that's happening in all forms of news media in the United States right now. It, this is the weirdest time for me to actually watch American politics because, again, I've said it in this podcast before and I'll say it again, when we watch the United States election system and the electoral uh, colleges and all these things that's happening when they're trying to find their leaders, we watch because whichever leader is going to sit at the top of that country his or her foreign policy is our main concern because whatever country America decides it's going to actually put its attention towards or put its focus on, that's the country that ends up suffering or ends up becoming given bigger amounts of, of foreign aid. And my country right now is going through economic crises of its own that it's not trying to confess about, it's not trying to put its information out there. I'm seeing people losing their jobs right, left and center. I was even told a piece of information at uh, the event uh, that I attended on Thursday last week uh, that the f- coffee farmers in the pre- predominant area of Kiambu are cutting down their coffee trees and, 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 the, and the different coffee-bearing uh, plants to build apartment blocks and real estate. And it reminded me of what was happening in China at some point because there's certain areas in China where the farmers actually had to tear down their farmlands and then they started building whole cities. And those whole cities would stay bare for years upon years with nothing happening in them. The real estate boom that's happening in the, in the country Kenya right now is an interesting thing to watch because I'm seeing countless buildings being erected and seeing countless people trying to get themselves into owning an apartment block or a, a, a particular house within an apartment block in, in, in hopes of actually being able to make money back there's water crises that people are experiencing because they don't have enough access to clean water. And because they don't have access to clean water, it actually affects them in many, in many healthy ways. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I bet it actually doesn't work even in favor of, of hygiene when they're trying to make their way to work and everything. We have people taking loans to, be, to get vehicles and all that. And in all that being said, we have reached a point where there are no actual forms of leadership that we could actually take seriously. And when I think about it, it's... 
a repeat of these different habits that we have actually seen around us in regards to what leadership is supposed to look like or the kind of image that leadership is trying to paint of itself and we suffer as a result of these particular things and I for one do not like the fact that I can see a pattern repeating itself and because I can see a pattern repeating itself I'm also kind of sad because I can see by in the same token that I have no solutions. I haven't seen individuals in the last five years of my country's history of people who actually have the potential of being a person that could actually rally behind, stand behind, and even stand in defense of. These individuals do not exist. People are leading for self and they're making uh, blatant statements out here trying to create boogeyman characters for us to look at in order for them to maintain a a certain degree of power, which to me is is disgusting and it should really be mocked and it should really be taken down every single notch it can. The United States is suffering from those particular repercussions right now because even when you watch the news and you watch people reacting to it, it gets sad because I'm seeing that those who oppose a sitting government and a sitting president, as much as they're trying to taint the character's image to make him be impeached or to make him uh, not legible to be president for another four years, they're going at it the wrong way because have you ever thought in your entire existence you would reach a period where America looks so confused of what to do next in leadership that it actually kind of looks like your own home country in Africa. We are all equal under the sun now. We can literally say we can see whatever they're doing wrong and some of those things don't really shock people in Africa because you look at it and you're like um, we're familiar dude. Like we... We have African leaders do this kind of thing all the time. So you just have to watch how we've been making mistakes. So since we've all been in this particular position and we've seen these things repeat themselves, maybe it's time for us to start finding other angles to look at what realities we're actually facing in our everyday lives globally. Because now we literally are a global community. Heck, I'm making this podcast in a small excuse space in Kilimani and it's being heard across the globe. I do not take that for granted. And because I do not take that for granted, so I always take the time to reach out if you can. Hit me up on all forms of social media. Uh, point blank Ivumbi is the words to look for. Ivumbi is E-V-U-M-B-I. Just type point blank Ivumbi as three different words. Whatever form of social media you can find me on, feel free to actually just touch on whatever I'm speaking on and hit hit a comment session if you could find whatever podcast you're enjoying. And just let me know what you're thinking because I want to I wanna be able to share this kind of weirdness with you because I feel a repeat of the 80s is happening in the 2000s and because stuff is being churned and really moved on so quickly it it reaches a level where nothing is shocking anymore it's concerning but it's not shocking and i'm sure there's a way we could actually live our lives in a better condition of viewing what those things are and maybe just maybe striking a balance within ourselves globally to be able to not have ourselves live in such fears that the fear that we actually end up having cripple us all from having a chance of doing things right. Because I think fear is what actually turns into this perfect potential or or a melting pot for us to have wars. And the disillusionment that is actually in existence right now, these particular forms of disillusionment end up costing us even the the fractional potential of being able to just be around each other and supporting one another and just loving one another and i would like us to reach a level where we see things for what they are if it looks like a duck it talks like a duck i'm telling you it's it's donald ben 
it's definitely Donald Duck. So you should think about all this and take that into consideration. A lot of films are about to come out in the next couple of weeks. I mean, I'm seeing people actually getting excited about that stuff and it's probably going to be a topic I'm going to touch on later. And I think lately the, the one thing I've been suffering is I, I watch certain things and I'm not moved. I'm to, to trigger me to actually respond to something that is a piece of entertainment is going to take more than just a trailer and I don't know why it's gotten to this level but because maybe I'm regrouping and I'm thinking about putting uh, pieces of writing together to actually put writing back to words and to be able to start drawing again I mean I was hoping to make a comic book page sketches for one of my clients today and I wasn't able to do that because my mind has not settled to that extent I mean I did do the amount of drawings I was hoping to I was hoping to make even more but the few that I got to do in the first place I'm going to take that as a way and maybe by sleeping early enough tonight I'll wake up tomorrow morning ready and just jump in and make even more drawings for that and I don't know if it's going to be possible but maybe, just maybe I'll have the first Monday in my entire podcasting career where I'll actually post three episodes back to back to a world to listen to and know that I've been well and I'm not lost on the enjoyment I have from making this podcast and I'm not lost on the fact that I'm enjoying the, the, the privilege of getting so many listens that thus far globally and that I, I would not like you to think that I do not value your listenership and your continued support in that which I create so you are very very important to me and I will always share this information with you say it with me now be Caesar or be nothing at all you guys have yourselves a lovely, lovely night. And when you wake up tomorrow morning, make sure you jump out your feet and make sure you take the time to enjoy every single second you've been granted and whatever history you're going to make in that which you are calling a life and happiness that has been granted to you because of the good health that you have. Please do make a point of enjoying yourself and being grateful and graceful in all that you do with those who you interact with and all those that you love and all that you care about. For your families and all those people who actually raised you to be the perfect individual to listen to this show, I thank you. I bid you adieu. And until we speak next, Next time, Uno. Oh,